Shot clock turned off. Welcome back to the Slipper Still Fits. I'm Too sweet with... me, bro. Oh, man. It's good to see you, man. That's uh, great. Um, first of all, offer congratulations. You got into law school today. Yep. Every blind squirrel finds a nut. I'm, I'm proud of you. I got I, I to gotta admit, I didn't think you could do it, but here we are. Um, we did it. Fam. We, we, we've made it. Um, so... Now, now tell my mama I belong in the slow class, Kanye West. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, <laughs> so anyway, moving on. Let's get, let's get, let's get right into it. Um, big, big episode. Big episode. It's our mania episode. It's our biggest episode. Later on in the episode, we'll have my brother, Mike, who has done the podcast before joining us uh, to talk WrestleMania. Um, but first, let's get into some topics here. Uh, Seahawks quarterback Trevon Boykin recently got arrested uh, for crashing his car into a bar and injuring several people. Now, I'm not sure how I can spin zone this one into making him look good, so I'm just going to have to to say uh, he's an idiot, and there's really there's really no reason he did this on like there's no good reason for him doing this. I have a couple questions. Yeah, was he leaving the bar? He's leaving. That he the crashed bar. into. Yeah. The one that he crashed into. I believe so. Did he get a DUI? I think so. There's no way around this one. There's no, you can't, you can't spin this one. This one's, he's, he's kind of screwed, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. Can you get a DUI while you're still in a parking lot? That's a good point. We're going to have to look that one up. I think you can. I think because there are traffic, I think you still can enforce traffic laws in parking lots. I don't think you're just abstained from that, but. Yep. But uh, we'll have to we'll have to look that one up. Uh, well, now that I am accepted into law school, I can make claims like this on our podcast. Perfect. I'm gonna say the, I'm gonna say the DUI won't stand. That's my best legal advice. Oh, perfect. There you go. Well, bird law. If if Trevon Boykin needs legal advice, he knows what podcast to come to. This one. True. Uh, so Trevon Boykin, yeah, he's been in some trouble before. He got into a bar fight a couple years ago uh, while he was at TCU. Um. He he's definitely got himself into some trouble. I think uh, they're now investigating him. He may have violated probation a while back from that arrest. Mm -hmm. So uh, yep. not not a whole lot looking up for Trevon Boykin here. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I was pretty sure Russell Wilson would have gotten to him at this point and you know preached the word of the Lord to him. But I guess and, um, I guess it didn't work. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Kenny Trill overshadows him, anyways. <sighs> Just saying. I don't know if we can make that claim quite yet for Kenny Trill. You know, you know what you can't get a DUI on is if he was at the bar drinking Russell Wilson Jesus water. Good point. If that was the case, then I think you he gets off scot free. So, I agree. All right, that you and you're the legal expert. Yeah, so, no legal advice. That's okay. Yeah, perfect. Nailed it. All right. So uh, next topic, we're going to talk. The Raiders are heading to Vegas. And if that doesn't scare you, I don't know what does. It could a team in Vegas. It's it's, it's official. So I, I think uh, second, second, well, second team, second team to move to Vegas. Well, this is 
Okay, second team to move to Vegas. Who was the first team? The the hockey team, the uh, London or not the London. I'm saying the London because they're the Knights. Um, the well, Las Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, the Golden Knights. That's right. Uh, well, well, the, it's not a move team. It's a added team, expansion team. But yeah. this is the first uh, NFL team to be in Vegas. Uh, yeah. The NFL stance towards Vegas has been pretty clear for some time now uh, over their complete opposition to it. And now we've got a team moving to Vegas. So we're going to have to well, see they, how they, they feel about it now. The owners voted 31 to 1 in favor. Miami was the only team that voted against it, right? Yeah. Well, That's... Florida doesn't count, but. <laughs> Florida, I, I, I don't think Florida will agree with you, but Florida, Miami in itself is basically Cuba. Um, they don't pay taxes. Their votes don't count here. Their votes counted pretty big in the election. <laughs> so they did. <laughs> so we can't really not call it a state. <laughs> but we're not. But we're not politics guys. We're sports guys. No. So we'll stay yep. away from that. But the Raiders to Vegas. I gotta say, what's your take on the on the Las Vegas Raiders? I'm gonna bet against. No pun intended. I'm going to bet against every single uh, Raiders line for the first year because they're all going to be fixed. Makes sense. Every single, every single one. I'm you gonna, know, if, I can't, I'm re- if there's a perfect team for Sin City, it's probably the Raiders. Uh, yeah, I agree. I don't think there's a more perfect fit in the NFL. Like, you couldn't see, like, Bills. other than the Bills. But we know, but as Buffalo fans, we don't want them to leave Buffalo. I think Buffalo is the Vegas of the Northeast, obviously. It is. It is. So, uh, Moss, shut up. Dog, dog problems. He's whining. Uh, but uh, I think, um, what was I talking about? My dog ruined my train of thought. The Ra- The Raiders being a good fit in Vegas. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Mike, so I just got Mike's contact information, and his contact information is of our former t- – or the picture is of his our former tight end coach, Al Papunu. So, <laughs> so I got Al Papunu popping That's up on humorous. my screen right now. We'll talk to him about that. But uh, anyways, so Raiders to Vegas, perfect fit for the franchise, I think. Uh, it I think like it's good. Of, I think it's a good move. I, I, and obviously the owners think it's a good move. They thought it was time for a team to move to Vegas. So, you know, hats off to them for getting it done. Uh, moving on, we got uh, Jay Cutler ass pick. Now, just a, just a below average ass. It, I, I gotta say, it was a bold move by his wife to post it in the first place. It wasn't even yeah. him that he doesn't have. I don't think he has any social media. So he's just, you know. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He just thought he'd, you know, get naked and go look at the waves, and his wife wants to expose his bare ass to everybody. I don't, I don't see that as a as something that is okay with me. If that was my wife doing that to me, now first off, I have to have a wife to understand that, and that currently isn't my situation, so I guess I wouldn't know. But at the same time, I don't want my butt cheeks all over the internet. I don't know. Do you can, like- Do you consider just butt cheeks as nudity? Depends on who your audience is. It depends on how nice your ass It's a good point, Trent. Instagram. Like if Instagram's your audience. If Instagram is your audience, I think you it's debatable. I think it depends on your status. I mean if you're Jay Cutler and you're going, you know, full butt cheeks out, 
uh, I think you got to. It probably counts as nudity. It probably counts as nudity. But like if, you know, you're sending a picture to your buddies, I don't know. It's kind of a. It's what if, what if, what if you're area. like Lindsay Payless or something? Probably, that's definitely nudity. So, I mean, final bear? answers. But butt cheeks is nudity. Butt cheeks is nudity. We're yeah. gonna go with butt cheeks is nudity. So, so uh, my my the funny thing was the first thing I thought of when I saw that was that Jay Cutler can't hit home runs. <laughs> Every time I look at someone's ass, the first thing that comes up to my first thing that comes to my mind is if they they could be a power hitter. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, we know Jay Cutler's career in the MLB would have been cut short, but luckily that's not the case. And you'd think as a quarterback with how hard he throws the football, you know, maybe there'd be a lot more down there. Maybe maybe a little bit yeah. more junk in the trunk, you know. But No, a little Paul dis- Arms, he's an arm, so I guess an arm we, star. I guess we can both, uh, you know, just say we're a little disappointed. Yeah, I was very disappointed. All right, so moving on, let's get back into sports and not asses. Uh Lionel Messi serving a four-game suspension from FIFA for arguing with the referee. Arguing with the referee, which every mm-hmm. athlete I think we can uh, uh, attest to has done at least once in their career. Well, they said verbally abusing. Verbally abusing. Now, how verbally abusing is verbally abusive if you're playing sports? Did he, like, go after his family? Is there – like, I don't, I don't know the details – I'm having issues here. They it's just common. I don't. Can you hear me? Yeah, you there? Yeah, we good. Yeah, we good. All right, so we'll just we'll just edit that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll edit that part out. All right, so uh, my guess is he probably said something racist, but this is this is just FIFA. They just they always want to grab attention. They always want to make problems. They always want to look like. It's like they try to look like they do too much. I, when I watch the Premier League, I've literally, I literally watched Jurgen Klopp shove over the dude that holds up the substitution sign because he didn't hold it up fast enough and nothing happened. Right. Shove them over. You're telling you're telling me that Messi gets in trouble for saying something when stuff like that goes down in the Premier League every week. It's, it's a different. It's a different culture over there, though. You know, it's just how it is. You know, people can get away with pretty much anything. Because they're, you know, the Premier League is the most important thing to anybody over in Europe. Yeah, and it's just FIFA is a bunch of, I don't know. I could t- I could go on about FIFA forever. They're terrible. Well, they're a terrible organization. I think I think we all know that with you know how the last couple of years have gone with FIFA and you know with the the Sepp Blatter, you know instances and going with what went down with him. I think FIFA is a poorly run organization. Obviously. Uh, there's really no way around it, and I think this is just, this is just another reason to expose them for being as bad as they are. We'll we'll get to say our two cents on FIFA once this pie. Yeah, we'll save it for that. We'll save we'll save our two They're cents. Gonna, on FIFA. So moving on, let's take let's do a quick review of the Sweet 16, and the Elite Eight. It was a big weekend in college basketball. There's a lot of big yeah. games. Probably the best. It was the best weekend of the tournament. It was definitely better than the first weekend in terms of uh, what kind of quality games you're doing. And gambling. And gambling. Uh, Trent's behind me, isn't he? It was, a, it was just a shadow. Trent, we're just going to edit you out, buddy. Yeah, Trent, you're getting edited out. <laughs> so, Sweet 16, Elite 8. 
Big weekend. Uh, let's talk about the Florida Wisconsin game. Florida Wisconsin had best game of the tournament. It it what was initially the best game of the tournament until I think North Carolina and Kentucky. But uh, yes. so but initially when it happened was the game of the tournament. Florida Wisconsin went back and forth. There were comebacks. There was buzzer beaters. There was Aaron Rodgers in the stands for some reason because he's a Wisconsin fan. Uh, you know, it was there was a lot going on. Um, it was an exciting game. The runner is very back. Can't tell me it's the runner so back. isn't back. The runner is so back. I was like, both. Not only was one buzzer, there was two running buzzer beaters in that game. Yeah, I was more than have, excited. Uh, it was. It have was you one ever of the best seen, seen? Have you ever seen more unorthodox shots pay off in your entire life? No. That was. It, it was almost like they kind of were falling into shooting both times. They just both dropped. It was insane. Unreal. Uh, Shout out! Shout out to the dude from Florida for shooting the three to push at minus one. I really appreciated that. <laughs> shout out! Shout out! Great um, game. Oh, uh, what about how about uh, how about Florida though? Oh yeah, Florida. Gosh, man, it was. Uh, so we'll hold. We'll get to that in a second. Let's talk about uh, South Carolina real quick. Um, yeah, we promised a while back a buddy of ours that we would put him on uh, our podcast. Now he didn't get to do it um, on the, the uh, week of the brackets coming out, but he chose South Carolina as his team, and I think he was one of the few that believed in South Carolina getting to the Final Four. I think I think what I saw the final stat was like point oh two percent of brackets. It. it so I've been obligated to call him, and he's making. I'm calling him right now. I'm gonna regret this. He doesn't have a FaceTime or a Skype name. No, I'm not gonna call Skype. Yeah, I think it was point zero two percent of brackets had them in the final four. Point zero two, and our buddy, oh, uh, Mr. Cable, how you doing tonight? Uh, you know, just got back from Winco, where the savings are unlimited. Good to hear. We're on the uh, Slipper Still Fits, your favorite <laughs> podcast. Uh, we're here to talk I'm South Carolina. <laughs> That's funny of you. Happy, happy to be on. Uh, we're here to talk South Carolina basketball. Uh, we're to talk with uh, South Carolina's number one fan and the person who's believed in from the start. How, how do you feel about South Carolina right now? Uh, you know, just about how I think anybody would, uh, would feel about anything. That was miraculous. Um, you know, USA hockey fan in 1980. Uh you know, maybe a Patriots fan at the end of the, you know, second half, you know, of that game. Hey, Fry. Um, Ew. You know, it, it's, it's, it's been a blessing. It has also a curse because a lot of people think I know stuff now. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you uh, admittedly don't know anything about basketball. Is that true? Uh, not anymore. Uh, it's kind of like graduating with a, uh, a degree from college. You know, I know a little bit now. Now that you've watched more than four games in the tournament. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have a pretty extensive history. Um, my dad signed me up for rec at an early age. 
Um, Your dad didn't sign you up for rec, actually. That's a false statement. All right, I, where'd you get that one from? Your fact checker, Trent. Wait, I have, I have the, I have the I'm question that everybody's South been, been dying to hear. Jordan's, Jordan's got a question for you. Yeah. Hey Zach, can you, can you hear me? I got him for you. All right. The question everyone's been dying to hear: Did Spurrier's visor have any impact on your decision to select South Carolina? Uh, Jordan asks if uh, Spurrier's visor had any impact on your decision to select South Carolina. Well, I, I think that he was in a real crossroads, you know, um, playing for Florida, coaching for South Carolina. I don't, I mean, I don't, I already think that he doesn't know where he is most of the time in his life. So I think that that was just a real uh, conundrum for him this last weekend. But no, I think Steve Spurrier has nothing to do with the basketball success. Good to hear. Well, <laughs> we're happy to have you on, buddy. Uh, you're the only one that's believed in South Carolina and Cinderius Thornwell this whole way. Uh Nothing but nothing but Congrats. respect. Yeah, nothing but respect for your pick, man. Well, um, I just want to say that means a lot, Matt. Um, coming from the basketball guy. Yeah, and um, the D basketball guy has the worst bracket out of all of us. So yeah, well, you know, tomato, tomato. Yeah. Well, good to have you on, Zach. We'll uh, if South Carolina somehow wins the championship, we'll let you know. We'll uh, let you know if we'll let you back on. Yeah, I don't know when the game is, but they'll win. Um, pleasure to be on. Big fan of the show. Just keep rolling, guys. Appreciate it. All right. See you, Zach. And that was awful, and I hated it, every bit of it. But uh, we had to. We had to do it. We had to put him on. Yeah, he earned definitely that. had to. So we got, we got that game. Gonzaga we had- won. No one cares. Well, let's not even talk about it. No one cares. Well, let's finish up our quick uh, review. Uh, Kansas ejected again. Uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. But I was just saying Gonzaga, nobody cares. Gonzaga. Please don't pronounce it wrong. We've had this problem before. My bad. Gonzaga, nobody not the cares. Zogs. Every, not the Zags. Everybody cares about the Kansas game. Kansas game. Uh, Kansas classic. Kansas, the Elite Eight and the Sweet 16 have been no good friends to them in recent years. Uh the Jayhawks, man, they they looked they looked great in the Sweet 16. Everyone thought they were unbeatable, and here came Oregon, matched up well with their guard play, and it just it just like clockwork. It was incredible. not just the Sweet 16. That Kansas team was absolutely. I've never seen a more unstoppable team hit the biggest like. It, you you ever see the video of the girl doing the like the gymnastics flips and she hits the pole with her stomach and just dead stop and dies. Yes. That was Kansas. That's, that's a pretty accurate way. And the funny part about that Oregon game was Oregon was trying to let Kansas back in the game. Oregon, Oregon, yeah, it, Oregon spent the entire second half basically running half court offense, not and just like saying, Hey, Kansas, do you want to come back in the game? And Kansas just said, nah, nah, you're, okay. All right. we're okay. We got to the elite eight again. It's fine question yes so kansas's bad you know ncaa tournament woes are duly noted i think this was a bad eject because i think they definitely were the better team but here's my question yeah what is the worst bigger stage eject kansas in the elite eight or jordan spieth on number 12 at augusta last year spieth on 12 Smith on twelve was awful. It was off. It was one of the worst things I've ever watched. I'm glad to hear that. I know, I know you are. 
Uh, we'll finish this quick up. Uh, Luke May uh, with his uh, big-time onions in, in the game against Kentucky, one of the, which was, in my opinion, the best game of the tournament in, in terms of talent and uh, the game. So I think those were the two best teams in the in the tournament. Yeah, that, that we might just have, saw. That might have been I, that might have been our de facto national championship. To be honest with you, I I agree, and I I think these other teams are going to have a hard time beating North Carolina because they're just they're just rolling. And Kentucky played a good game, and they still couldn't even get it done. And I I just don't see it happening unless North Carolina now Joel Barry's Joel Barry is hurt. So that could help Oregon, I think, in terms of – because Oregon's guard play has been great. Tyler Dorsey's been un- incredible, unbelievable. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Incredible. Dylan Brooks is, you know, one of the one of the best players in the country. Uh, Jordan Bell, unreal rebounder. I mean, so if Oregon keep playing the way they've been playing, I mean, they stopped a pretty unstoppable in Kansas team. Uh, you know, who, who says they couldn't go to the national championship? You know? And they knocked out the they knocked out the hottest team in the country, in Michigan. Michigan. Yes, they did. So it's 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 safe to say Oregon probably is the hottest team in the country, other than South Carolina. But needless to say, f- the final four. Who, what's your prediction? Who's going to win? Who's going to come out on top? I mean, I don't I don't want to be basic. I just I have a hard time seeing. Uh, anyone beating North Carolina, even without Barry. I don't think Barry's that important. It's it's Hicks and Jackson and Meeks that I think really that really make that team go. As long as Jackson or Jackson, Hicks and Meeks, as long as those those three show up, I can't I can't see them being beat at all. I agree with you. I think Oregon, North Carolina is gonna be a war though. I think it's gonna be a great yeah. game. Um if I think I, they can go small on them. I think South Carolina Brings some defense to Gonzaga. It really gives them uh, some struggles because because of, of their length. I think Frank Martin's done a wonderful job at South Carolina. That team is hot as can be right now. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I gotta say it, it's hard to bet against South Carolina at this point. Well, the South Carolina team, everyone knew that they were talented going into the season. They were ranked. They're preseason ranked going into the season. That we yeah. knew they were talented. They just hadn't played at this level all year. Yeah, they're 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 playing to their potential. Sundarius Thornwell was suspended at the beginning of the year. I think some people have forgotten that. Uh, and now, being that he's their leading scorer and obviously the leader of their team, um, they look like one of the best teams in the country. And I think yeah. at this point, you throw seeds away. So I, I'm if you were to reseed the Final Four, how do you seed it? One, two, three, four. I. Uh... North Carolina, Gonzaga, Oregon, South Carolina, probably. <laughs> I mean, I don't would know. you do it any differently? Um, Gonzaga's road has been too easy for me to put them up there, even if they are a one well, seed. West West Virginia, that game was that a was fucking it. War. That 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 was it. And I agree. I agree. But, I'm just saying that was a that was a that was a war of a game. So I don't know, but we'll uh, we'll see. Well, but what would you do if you if you had to make an answer? If I if do? I had to rank them. Yeah, I'd put UNC first, Oregon second, South Carolina third, Gonzaga fourth. I really would. Wow, that's just how I feel. Okay, just from watching games, just how it is. I don't know. Just seeds out, seeds out the window. How everybody's playing right now. That's how you feel. That's how I feel. That's from interesting. Just South Carolina's had to beat better teams than Gonzaga has. So, well, we're gonna find out this. We're gonna find out this weekend. Yeah, we are. All right, um, we're gonna take a quick break. We're going to bring on my brother Mike, do some WrestleMania talk.
whole baby. I can't wait. I'm, I'm so excited. All right, gentlemen, welcome back. It's WrestleMania time. This is the most important day of the year for this podcast. Put it up. Uh, Mike. Mike, you better do it. There you go. Uh So this podcast is very into wrestling for those who listen. And WrestleMania is the most important show of the year, obviously. So we're going to start off with the kickoff show matches. Uh, We got the Andre the Giant memorial battle royal i think we all know who's going to win this match but let's talk about he's it he's due you know big show is not going to win this match he is due though big show he's is due. due but big show's not going to win this match so let's all let's let's all get it out of the way who's going to win this match it's braun braun's going to win this match or big sammy show. Braun. i'm telling you sammy zane's a dark horse yeah sammy zane's a dark horse in every match that he's ever so, exactly. It just, it depends. Is Sami Zayn uh, does his knee still hurt? Sami Zayn's knee's been hurt also by now. So. All right, then I'm going Big Show. Braun, but but if Mojo, yeah. Mojo, <laughs> Mojo. Oh, I need I need some Mojo. I really do. Oh. If if would you be more pumped if Mojo uh, won the Andre the Giant? Battle Royale, would you be more pumped there or then win Ryder when it was Ryder Mania? I might I might be more excited for Mojo. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I'm that I'm that into Dude. Mojo Raleigh. I'm so Mojo's we fantastic. we marked out pretty hard for Ryder Mania. It's true. I am not that, that was that was pretty insane. But I I'm going with I'm going with Braun. Mike going with Braun. You're going with yeah. Big Show for some reason. I don't He's due. He's due. All right. Moving no, I'm a, I'm actually I'm actually also going to go with Braun. Obviously, is is there's no there's no other way around it. Braun's going to win. Uh, moving on to the cruiserweight title, uh, I think it's a pretty. This is an underrated match on this card. Can we first of all, is this the best kickoff matches ever? Yeah, it has to be. It, it, if you include the uh, the women's title match yeah. for SmackDown, yeah. That's great. It's this kickoff show is going to be fantastic. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be glued to my TV till eleven o'clock at night. So we got we got Neville and Austin Aries. Uh, It's uh, the last match Neville did with uh, Jack Gallagher was incredible. It was incredible. It was the only good match at Fastlane. It was yeah. It was it was incredible. I think it was so incredible because Fastlane sucks so bad. Yeah, it was the only good match at Fastlane. Um, But needless to say, Austin Aries is a great wrestler. I think we all know that, and I think we all know that this match is going to be good. I think it's going to be phenomenal. Yeah, I think these two are going to be fantastic, and I think it's going to be great. Now, I personally think Austin Aries is going to win. I yeah, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any question. Well, no, I think I think Neville will win. Why is that? Because really? th- I mean they they've put so much into this King of the Cruiserweights angle. They put too much into it. I think I think I, they're I mean, not. I, I think this is will be a long feud. I think he won't win this match. He might win the match two or three no, matches. A- Aries has to win to keep the feud going. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, maybe I don't know. I I just think the king of the cruiserweights angle. 
I think that they're going to be – I don't think they're going to give them all that momentum is that quick. As long they, as they, – look, at the end of the, the day – It's the WWE, though. At the end it of the day – It is the WWE. As long as TJ Perkins is nowhere near the title picture, I'm okay. Who thought that was a yeah. good that, that That was the worst idea they've ever had. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't dab. Don't dab in front of me right now. Oh, my God. So, moving on, next our last kickoff show match is the uh, SmackDown Women's Title. It's a six it's a six-pack challenge nonetheless. We got Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James versus Natalia versus Carmella versus Becky Lynch and now versus the returning versus Naomi. Naomi. Good to see Naomi back. That makes me nervous. Wait a, Wait a minute. What? Did you not watch Naomi. SmackDown? No, I didn't record. I, I saw the last half. What did Naomi come back? Naomi came back. She's in the she's in the match. She she announced oh. her return. Oh, okay. She uh, she yep. uh, put her butt into some girls' faces and announced her return. It was great. Great, it great. Makes me nervous to be honest. Yeah, it was it was it was it was good. So so who so who are we going with in this match? Oh, Jordan's raising his hand. Jordan, uh, have you guys seen my new Twitter, Abby? No. no. It's Alexa Bliss, All and right. she is going to win. But Naomi makes me nervous. Don't, don't get me wrong. Naomi, make, uh, Naomi makes me nervous. Uh, you I'd know, I I I say I want to say Alexa Bliss, uh, but I'm thinking Naomi's going to win it back. So I'm going to go with Naomi. Be honest with you. So, and Becky Lynch is my dark horse, as, as usual, per usual, because Becky Lynch yep. is fantastic. Michael. Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Yes. I'm, I'm, with, I'm yes. with you there. I'm with you. Yes. She's just oh, so hot. She's just so even, hot. Unless even Marie comes back. <laughs> God bless Eva even Marie. Even Marie interference. Her, 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 her terrible music drops where she just walks out and everyone just looks over. And then, and then she gets hurt getting into the ring. Well, she hurts somebody getting into the ring. Either one. <laughs> And she just falls on him and wins. That would be miserable. I would, I'd be, I'd be checked out of Mania from the from the get go from the kickoff right. show. That's just the kickoff show. So uh, moving on, we got the recently signed contract of Shane McMahon and AJ Styles. This is a match I think is going to steal the show. I'm serious. Shane McMahon does a good job with the, you know, he, he may be you know one of the commissioners and whatnot, but he does a good job wrestling. And he's but gonna, there's like. He's going to jump there's off like something. It's going to be great. There's like four matches that could potentially steal the show. I well, mean, let's be real. Rest, that's the point of WrestleMania, though. I, all the matches but are supposed it, to steal the show. I didn't watch it, but I heard – I read I, um, that uh, AJ's promo was fantastic when he yeah. was talking about you can't you can't just jump off of stuff and expect to win the match. Like, this oh, is an oh actual, no, no, no. Like, he's he's going to jump off of stuff. Oh, it's going to be He will fantastic. jump off something. He has to he'll jump, jump off, off something. Roller, he'll jump off the roller coaster. Exactly. It's the ultimate throw ride. I hope it's not. It's a, it's a roller coaster. I've seen it. Matt, I kind of I kind of agree with you because if you think about last year's Mania, AJ Styles put on the best match. And if you think about last year's Mania, Shane McMahon had the best moment of the entire show. So I think I think you've got an electric combination. You got two high class entertainers, and I think it's gonna be it's gonna be unbelievable. Great. I think Styles I think AJ Styles AJ match. Styles loses. Styles loses. 
you're going with AJ Styles losing. Interesting. Loses, loses, and the, then he goes to Raw. I think that's – I've heard that is the like rumor. Have to, I feel like you'd have to win to do that, though. Uh, I, I've heard that rumor. May says hi, by the way. Hi, hi May. Hello. We're going to edit you out. We're probably going to edit her out, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, I, I really – from the I've, I've been thinking Shane's going to win this one. Even if they – I – I really think the raw move is going to happen, so I think that's what I'm basing my Shane win off. I, I agree. Uh, I'm going with Styles, but I think Styles, uh, but I think Shane McMahon somehow gets rid of Styles to Raw as well. So, but I'm yeah, going to go with I'm AJ. Going. I'm going to go with AJ Styles. I don't think you can have Shane McMahon beat a real wrestler. Personally, it just yeah. without you can't. It really he, can't happen. He beat a dead wrestler, or he lost to a dead wrestler last year. So. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to that so dead wrestler in a second. So I guess he can't beat anybody. He actually is dead, I think. Hey, we'll get to like it was a, it was a gimmick for a while. Now I think it's for real. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll get into we'll get into the dead man in a second. Next up, we got John Cena and Nikki Bella versus the Miz and Maurice. Now this match has been booked really really well, and I'm a little like I'm like really surprised about it. I was pretty skeptical. Kind of nervous. Why, why are you surprised, though? I mean, we've known for a while Cena and Miz are the like two of the best on the mic, and they've done oh, most of the work. Maurice actually has been pretty good too. I think Nikki's the the worst one of the four. To be honest with you. Oh yes, yeah. No. I'm 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 nervous because I'm so excited for this match. It's I'm nervous. I've never been more excited for a mixed tag match in my life. But this no. is this was be better. Book. This is a better book than a WWE Championship, bar none. Well, the Universal I, Title. Well, you, that doesn't—I don't count that match. It's going to last like thirty seconds. <laughs> but because Goldberg doesn't have ring endurance. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Did you see he's, that thing? He's eighty years he old. Like, he's like, I'm really tired. I'm miserable. I'm dying. <laughs> all, like, like that tells me right there. It's going to be like a fifteen-second match. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A- anyways, moving this, on. This, this match makes. Yeah. This mixed tag this match, match makes great. me really nervous because yeah. And yeah. I've been so excited for it. It's been it the interactions between these four people have been electric every single Tuesday. No matter what they're doing, it's been awesome. I, and I think everyone's super excited for it, and it's gonna suck. And it's gonna be, it, but the buildups been yeah. fantastic. I'll tell you that promos, the yep. promos that they've done, Total Bella's BS is Emmy award winning <laughs> caliber television. It's great. Uh, <laughs> What's gonna what's gonna ruin this match is it's probably a foregone conclusion. Cena's gonna propose, right? Oh, one hundred percent. Like they're they're gonna win, and he's gonna propose, and it's gonna be ridiculous. I can't like the odds that Cena proposes to Nikki Bella are so like through the roof easy. It's not even funny. He won't. You don't think he will? Why? No. It's all it's been. It's all they've been talking about. They're just. He doesn't believe in marriage. What do you know, John? Personally, I watch Total Divas. Oh, doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, he's on Total Bellas. What? What? <laughs> Moving on. All right. Who? who Wait, what's you our... guys not watch Total Divas? Not as much. I'm gonna be honest. I watched Total Bellas. It's awful. Is it because of I Daniel Bryan? It's uh, no, of Daniel, Daniel Bryan. Bryan. It? No, it's because of the Bella's brother. They have a brother. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler makes the whole show. 
Total Divas? Yeah. Okay. I thought Dean Ambrose would. He's crazy. It's crazy. crazy. Uh, crazy. All right. (laughs) What do we got next? All right. Well, we didn't pick a winner, so do we all think Cena and Bella win? Yes. Yes. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Uh, Next up, we're going to – I'm going to – Go into this match later. Let's talk. Ooh, well, we might as well get it out of the way. Uh, he's crazy. Dean Ambrose uh, versus Baron Corbin for the Intercontinental title. Now, I'm pretty sure Baron Corbin's going to win. I forgot this was a match until I just looked at it right now. I, I texted you last night. I was like, I haven't seen Baron Corbin in three weeks, and I forgot there was a match at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I totally forgot about this match until I just looked it up this morning. So, uh, I'm not. I guess I'm pretty indifferent to it, to be honest with you. Bathroom break. I bet it, I bet it'll be a pretty decent match. Just no one will care. Baron Corbin. Bathroom break. Baron Corbin's going to win this That's match. Right. Um, I'm going to go with Corbin. What about you guys? Corbin. Raise your hand. Yes, Jordan. Um, I'm pissed. I'm going to go with that this match should get put in the kickoff show and switch it with Alexa Bliss. Okay. We'll go with that prediction. Uh, or the or the cruiserweight. Now, let's go with the uh, Raw Women's Title Elimination Match. Now, I like that it's an elimination match. I think that made it better. Raise your hand again. Yes, Jordan. Uh, I think also this one should be switched with the Women's SmackDown title. Uh, but you know that you got to have Charlotte Flair and Nia Jax, B.A.B. Uh, All right, you can continue. I just wanted to say that real quick. So women's, so we got Bailey the champion versus Charlotte Flair and uh, Nia Jax and Sasha. The boss banks. Um, you know, the, the, I'm a big Charlotte guy. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Charlotte's gonna win this match. Um, but because I think you know her WrestleMania winning the match just makes sense. But I also could see Nia Jax winning. So, what about you guys? Nia Jax. Any reason why yeah. Nia Jax? Uh, B-A-B. B-A-B. That's why. B-A-B. <laughs> Big <Nope>. ass bitch. <laughs> he said it. Um, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know the, you know the, my mind is telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. You're going with Sasha, aren't you? Yeah. My body's telling me Sasha Banks is gonna do it, but. Sasha I'm, Banks is the first one eliminated. But, first of all, shut your mouth. Um. <laughs> Charlotte Flair. I like it. I'm going Charlotte, but I also think Nia Jax is going to win. So, all right, moving on. Let's go to the Raw Tag Team Titles match. Now, this got a little, this is now interesting, I think, that they've made this a ladder match. I think this is going to be good yeah. for it. Oh, yeah. I think there's yeah. going to be fall a fall guy. Yeah, they, there's, there's got to have a fall guy. And I think that fall guy is obviously Enzo Amore. Absolutely. 100% is Enzo Amore. Um, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I feel like Cesaro is going to have some pretty spectacular spots in this match. Oh, of course. To, right? Cesaro's athleticism in the ladder match is ridiculous. I think Gallows and Anderson I, I, are going to end up winning this match on some cheap yeah, yeah. sort of win, yeah. but because I don't think Classic. you can. But uh, I'm going to. I think that's the case, but I'm going to predict Enzo and Cass win because they're due. Literally, they're due. <laughs> So. I don't think that they've had the the feud resume to give them the championship belt yet. I guess they haven't fair. won an important feud. I'm gonna go with the club. We're gonna be dripping gold, 
and then I'm going to be too sweet and around the party. Everybody. All right, Mike, who are you going with? Club. He'll he'll win. Fair enough. I bet Mike. I bet they'll Mike. be on. I I bet they'll be on top of the ladder. They'll push him off, both of them, and they'll just get an easy, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. Chris, we got Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. The match I'm most excited for. Uh, what are we What are we looking at here, guys? Jordan. Kevin Owens. I already know the spot that's going to end the match. What's that? I've been thinking about it forever. It's going to be a pop-up powerbomb codebreaker. Jericho wins. You know, I can't support that. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Kevin Owens uh, wins, I think, uh, because they got to keep his momentum going. Um, I think Kevin Owens is the U.S. title with Samoa Joe by his side. Uh, I think Samoa Joe helps in the match, and I think Kevin Owens wins. What do you think yeah. about that spot, though? I like the spot. I think it'll happen, but I think Kevin Jones, uh, Kevin Jones, Kevin Owens kicks out. That's a stable name, Kevin Jones. I just thought about Kevin Jones is such a good stable name. Wow. <laughs> so, all right, so what do you guys uh, think? So, Mike, what do you think? KO. KO Mania 2. KO Mania 2. I love it. I, I think it, this has been building. They've been. Uh, I wish this was a title match uh, for the big ti- for the big title, but we'll have to accept uh, what it is. Yes, Jordan. Number one, this is the best developed feud, in, on the Raw roster by far, hands down. It's so good. It's so polarizing. Uh, I think Jericho. I think Jericho is the most over person in the company, and they're going to throw the fans a bone here and give them a win at Mania. Is it? I is it better than Seth and Triple H though? I feel like that that's pretty good. Just cuz just cuz it's longer. Well, it's the, it's pretty much the same. I mean, if you consider that their friendship is like part of it, it's about the same length. I don't think people were as emotionally invested in Seth and Triple H's feud as they were Kevin Owens and Jericho's friendship. If Triple H, yeah, if Triple yeah. <laughs> if Triple I'm H a big, I'm a huge Seth guy now. I'm on the Seth train. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'd suck him dry where he stands, but like that is getting edited out. That is getting edited out. Yeah, I can't say that on the podcast. Uh, figuratively, I would figuratively. Uh, all so, right, moving on. Backtracking. Backtracking. Don't get me wrong. I love Seth Rollins too. He's my favorite wrestler, but I'm more. I'm more intrigued in the. Uh, the Jericho Kevin Owens match, to be yeah, honest, just because of the, just because the friendship in the Titanic videos. Yeah. Sad. Oh yeah. yeah. I... All right, moving on. We got the non-sanctioned Ex- match. Excuse my French. <laughs> we got the non-sanctioned match between Triple H and Seth Rollins. Um, this has been a work the entire time. I think that's obvious to everyone now. Um, mm-hmm. I know you said. Seth Rollins dropping the crutch is one of the best moments you've ever seen, like ever. Jordan, um, yeah, I loved it. I got, I had the chills. I was screaming at my TV. Yeah, so I think th- I think this feud's been developed pretty well too. I think Triple H is so good at what he does that he's been done such good heel work here. Um, and I think Seth Rollins is really adjusting to his life as a babyface uh, pretty well. So. I think one one thing for me, I think the issue is, and I feel like it's going to hamper the match, is they're going to like focus so much on his knee 
and there'll be a match where it's it, like there'll be part of it where it'll be like, like you know can his knee hold up you know so it's I think it's gonna take away from it personally because I feel like because uh, he's you know he's gonna he's gonna sell it yeah because that's I mean, what he's, he does he's so he's good at the what best he does. seller just, yeah but he, but he, you know it, I don't know I mean it's maybe I still think it'll be good but I feel like it could have been better. I'm worried. I'm worried about H always wanting to put himself over the top. That's what I'm worried about. I think he has to lose to solidify himself. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I actually really can't decide. I know the Vegas line for this one. It's the only one I've looked at. All right, you guys. I don't know what you're saying because the website I'm on with the WrestleMania is playing an ad and it's playing music really loud in my ears. Oh, but you guys should try uh, herbal essences. Apparently, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, we're just talking about Seth and Triple H. I was oh, saying, gosh, was that? I was saying this is this is the only this is the only Vegas line I've looked at, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this because I'm I think that I'm okay to say this. I'm not gonna tell you the line. This is the closest wrestling line I've seen in years. Yeah, it's hard to pick. I, I'm gonna go. With, I, I'm going with Seth Rollins though. Uh, yes, <laughs> I agree. I think I think that's the correct writing, so you know that it's not gonna happen. Yeah, but I'm going with Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Yeah, I'm going with Seth too, but I will not be surprised if Triple H wins. Right. Not even a little bit. Mm. All right, so we got our last non-title matchup here. We got the Dead Man. And we got Roman Reigns. And I think this is the first time I think we're all rooting for Roman Reigns. For the Reigns. yard. Yeah. For the yard. I think this is the first time the I think most people are rooting for Roman Reigns to win. I think this is this is one of those times where to, like, you know, legitimize somebody, you got to well, have you know Roman why. Reigns win. You know why? Because he's been acting heelish. Oh, yeah. It's been, it's yeah. been, it's been, been good. It's, he's the he's heel in this matchup, which is good. Which is yeah. great. Yeah. I think he's more comfortable. But he's also world. the face. It's well, terribly, it's terribly booked. This is a poorly booked match. He's just the guy. He's the he's the guy. It's his yard now. You know. It's. It, I think we just we just need Roman Reigns to win this match because Undertaker can't be winning matches anymore. Period. Undertaker. I, I think he's gonna kill over and die. Like actually, like, and I I, I said this earlier. You look at him standing in the ring. His his knees are buckling. Like it's just. You saw him. You saw him oh, about to take that spear a couple weeks ago, right? When he like he started wincing before he even took the spear. Uh, he yeah. like he like knew it was coming. Like it just it doesn't work. Get him out of there. So reigns predictions predictions. Reigns. Give me the big dog reigns. That's your prediction though, or that's just who you want? No, it's my prediction. Reigns has to win. Mike reigns. Taker wins his last Mania match of his career. Fair. No, nah, he'll never go away. Rides off in the rides off in the sunset. He rode he off. Wins. He rode off into the sunset five years ago. No, but he's too old now. He's way too old now. He was too old ten years ago. No, he's he's really old. I I have a feeling that this is his last one. He wins and he rides off. Want to know, know what WrestleMania? Want to know what WrestleMania match he had ten years ago? That was Batista. That was the Batista one at 23. That was 10 years ago? 10 years 10 ago. years ago. And he was old then. Look, Reigns, period. Right. 
Dana. 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 He's roasting again. No, there he is. Undertaker. I think he's going to win. All right. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, we heard you. You said Undertaker. You okay. think he's going to win. All right. Last yep. two. We got our title matchups. We got the SmackDown title. Uh, Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton. I think this has been a weird build up, but I think that's kind of what they were going for. They've been going for kind of creepy because Bray Wyatt's Good. creepy. So it kind of fits the character. And Randy Orton's just kind of a creepy character too. So it, it works. So I, I, I guess we'll see. Um, I'm not entirely sure where the, they are going to go with this. I think I think Bray Wyatt wins though. Because follow the buzzards. Yeah, I look. I every every me and you. I'm, I'm invested in Bray Wyatt. He's been one of the wrestlers I've been emotionally invested in for a couple of years, hoping that he would get a nice title reign. Um, and I, I really do like this feud. I enjoy it. I think it's good. But my my gut's telling me that Randy Orton wins this one. I don't want him to win. I want Bray Wyatt to win. But my gut's telling me that it's Randy Orton. It's mania, dude. It's it's his stage. It's a Randy Orton type stage. I got it. Just Vince. Vince doesn't change shit up. No. He's All gonna. Right. He's gonna go back to his guy. Probably. I don't. I don't doubt that. I don't disagree with you. What about you, Mike? Uh, I think yeah, I'm gonna go with Bray Wyatt, and here's why. I think the big thing about this WrestleMania is really bringing the new era, like kind of ushering that in, because you got these older wrestlers like Chris Jericho. You got. Goldberg, you got Undertaker, you got, you know, Randy Orton. I think he has to have the younger guys win, you know, to prove that, that what he did is, you know, feasible. It's that the new era better, is a real deal yeah, sort of thing. It's the real deal, like, you know, stuff like that. So I'm going to go with Bray. Personally, I felt like it would have been better booked if they had included Luke Harper and made it a triple threat. But. Luke Harper. I'm in on Luke is, Harper. Yeah, Luke Harper. Yeah, Luke, Har- Luke Harper's Luke Harper's climbing my rankings very fast. That's Twitter account out there. Yes, I agree. I just followed him like a month ago. <laughs> you know, you know what that means. <laughs> I love I love Luke Harper's social media account. Uh, yeah. But uh, all right, let's talk about the last one, the main event. The one that we're uh, all so excited it is for. Not, it is not the main event. Oh, you know it's going to be the main event. It's definitely going to be the main event. No, I know it's it's last, but it's not the main event. <laughs> so we got Brock. <sighs> Brock Lesnar. That's the main event, actually. Brock, yeah, Paul, Paul Heyman talking is the main event. Uh, yeah. We got Brock Lesnar versus... Goldberg in the universal title matchup that'll last probably two minutes. Um, uh, 10 seconds. Every single time I've mentioned it, it's gone lower. It's going to be 10 seconds. I guess that's fair. Uh, I'm going to go with Brock Lesnar here though. I think, I think he yes. finally gets over the mountain, gets over this Goldberg hump that he's been also trying to get over for a long time. And he finally wins. Brock. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, it's, it's not it's it's not good when your universal champion's not on television for like three straight weeks. Yeah. What about you, Jordan? Yeah, we're across the board on this. I've been thinking 
I've been thinking Brock Lesnar beats him at Mania ever since the first squash. I think you did say that. I think I remember us you being in the room and uh, you saying that that would be a thing. So yeah. can't say I disagree with you, but uh, I definitely think I think I think Brock needs to win. I think Goldberg needs to go hang out with his son uh, a little bit more. And so oh, but, we're 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 across the board. So Goldberg will win. Yeah. So Goldberg will end up winning. But uh, all right, <laughs> this WrestleMania is going to be great. Uh, any possible surprises? You think any any any. Uh, any uh, dark horses on your on your end, guys? I, I think I think Finn Balor is a big time dark horse. It's not impossible though. I think yeah. he might return to one of those like like in between segments, kind of like when Cena returned with The Rock last year. Maybe something like that. I mean, I, I don't know that. what it would be. The Cena with The Rock last year was was Maybe. we have no matches. We don't have any matches. <laughs> We're just we, gonna bring out Cena. We we don't have enough wrestlers to have matches, so we're we're just gonna bring out Cena. What possibly I think the club wins and he comes out to celebrate with him. Finn Balor? Yes. So heel Balor. Oh fan fan Balor. Fan Balor. Fan Balor comes oh out. Oh my god. I mark out so hard for Fan Balor, I hope he's at Mania. He better have a he better have a ringside seat, or I'm going to be very upset. All right, well, well, he, what fan Balor? I was going to I was I was going to say you don't dress up like that and not sit in the TV section. That's a good point. Well, that's going to do it for WrestleMania talk, Mike. I appreciate you joining us. So, in uh, oh, wait one more one more thing. Are you guys dressing up? I'm wearing a shirt. I'm not dressing up. Okay, Mike. Uh, I will be wearing the Intercontinental Championship around my waist. Hold my on. Intercontinental Championship? Yeah. I believe so, yes. Okay. I'm dressing, <laughs> up as Chris, I'm dressing up as Chris Jericho. Which you've already done before. Way to be original. Yeah, but I, but I did it well, so I figured I might as well go back to it. That's fair. All right, Mike, appreciate you coming on. Yep. All right, we'll get back to this, uh, our last couple segments. All right. All right, bye, Mike. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Slipper Still Fits. Here we are bringing back one of our favorite and most sought-after segments, Hot Takes with Jake. Jake. Jake's here. What's up, guys? It's good to be here. Good Hi, to Jake. See you. Hi, Fry. Miss you. What's hot? What's hot in the streets? What's hot in the streets? Hold on. Putting a headphone in. What's hot in the streets? Right now is LeVar Ball, okay? And a lot of people are talking shit about him, and that really bothers me. You know why? Because he was a better dad than, than my dad was. So shout-out to my dad, okay? Huge shout-out. Uh, at least, you know, his dad wants to be around him so everyone else can fuck off. Um, that's about the only basketball talk I want to talk about. Besides, I mean, we could mention uh, Duke of the Northwest, Gonzaga, uh, and and their historical run right now. Uh, shout out to them. Fuck off. And uh, wait, am I allowed to cuss on here? I'm gonna bleep it out. Okay, that's fair. Bleeps are fine. I, 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 I cuss on here. Don't worry. Okay, good, good. Okay, and then um, what was my third one? There was something else I wanted to talk about. I wrote it down. Oh God, gentleman Jack. This Sunday. Gallagher? 
Gentleman Jack Gallagher. I don't know how he's going to be involved. We're trying to figure that out. I, I'm holding out hope that he's going to be involved. Uh, I want the umbrella. I want the bright speedo. I want him versus Neville. I want it all. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say you're, that you're hoping for a lot because he's probably not gonna show up. But I do like Gentleman Jack. All right, he's he's my favorite guy. He he's got me into WWE really. Um, I just I do a little shout out, Gentleman Jack. Uh, he's my homie. And uh, everyone lay off Lebar Ball, okay? Like he's Jake's, being a, he's being a good dad. He's better than me. Well, Jake's, Jake's dad well, left him. Yeah, my dad left me. While we're, so. while we're while we're talking about Lebar Ball, I uh, I also am on team get off Lebar Ball. I think he's. I think he's a genius, yeah. actually. Yeah, I I completely agree. What what he's doing uh, with his brand? What big big ballers? Big baller brand. Big baller. Big brand. ballers brand. So that's some free advertising right there for Levar Ball. We can't advertise. That's free free no advertising free advertising yeah. there, and um, yeah, I, I'm 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 completely on on a uh, on Team Levar, which is which I it was a big swing for me. Uh, but. There's your hot takes with Jake. Thanks for it. having me, Fry. Thanks for having me, guys. That was great. That was fantastic. Yep, see you, buddy. Bye, guys. Yeah, that was great. Well, that was hot takes with Jake, and it was very hot today. Got to say, it was a hot, you know, return. So, let's move on to Fry's picks. Fry, what do we got? Well, let's recap last week. We had West Virginia at uh, – plus four that pushed. So I could have given you a worse pick and we had Kentucky at plus two and a half in that hit. There you so, go. Since my return, since my, I am three Oh and one. I haven't given you guys a loser yet. So, so what is your, what are your picks so, this week? Well, so basically you should just keep trusting me and keep gambling. Uh, right now we got Georgia tech in the MIT championship at plus three and a half over TCU. And I like North Carolina anywhere between minus four and minus like, well, obviously, obviously less than minus four, but minus five at the highest or lowest, whatever five. I don't like minus five and a half. I don't like minus six, minus five, minus four and a half, minus four, somewhere in that range, North Carolina. I really like that pick. Perfect. And so far you've been, Wonderful on Fry's picks, so got to yep, keep three zero and one. Keep those, it rolling. Those the, those people got to st- stick with you. All right, our last segment of the day we have inspired by the videos of Kentucky sports fans in the bar uh, cheering and then becoming instantly depressed watching their team lose to UNC over the weekend. It's a funny video, but it also brings me back to a time when you had a deflating moment as a sports fan. So we're going to start with you. What is your most deflating moment as a sports fan? Everyone has – well, here's the thing. You get emotionally invested in sports. You have these moments over and over and over and over again. But everybody's got that one. One. The one that put, took you to the depths of the depths. And mine was the uh, – growing up in New York, the Yankees are a religion. So the uh, the four days in October, the 2004 ALCS where the Red Sox came back winning – Four games in a row for the first time in MLB history to eliminate us from the American League Championship Series. I was absolutely crushed. I think I was 12 years old when this happened. And you got to think when you're 12, that's right 
when you start to kind of really become like really emotional about your teams, you know what I mean? And so it's like, I'm bursting, like here I am bursting my head through my door, through the door, you know, put myself out there and right away I just get absolutely crushed. And so it, and it set me, it set me up for the rest of my life because I just keep getting crushed over and over and over again. And nothing's ever been that bad. At least you got the Blackhawks to come back to. They've at least won titles recently. And they're the favorite right now. But, uh, that that mo the ALCS. If I was a Yankees fan, I don't know if I'd be able to recover from that. So it's that was crushing. Fun. So uh, we're gonna talk about mine. You know, for those of you who know me, my dad Scott Linehan is a coach. In the, he's been a coach in the NFL for a long time now. We're going on uh, I think it's his 16th year coming up. I'll have to. I don't know what what number it is exactly, but and, good golfer. Yes, in the year 2003, when he was working with the Minnesota Vikings. We had one game to win. It was and this it was against the Arizona Cardinals. Now this is when the Cardinals were playing at Sun Devil Stadium in Tempe. It, this is when they you know mm-hmm. they weren't they weren't the good Cardinals. They weren't they they were the lowly Arizona Cardinals. And all we had to do was win this game. We were in the playoffs. We knocked Green Bay out. Josh McCown rolled to his right with no time left on the clock. Hit a guy named Poole. I don't want to say his full name because I don't want to give him the satisfaction. Uh, in the end zone. Is it Leslie? No. It hit 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 uh, his receiver pool in the end zone with no time left on the clock. He only got one foot in bounds. But guess what rule was in, instated at the time? The force out rule. Force out. Force out. <laughs> and the Vikings lost, and I cried for three days. It was the most debilitating loss I've ever had to deal with in my life and it was just, it was just like as a sports fan like for my dad it was incredible I just cried I three days I cried I wouldn't I, I didn't want to go to school I tried to get my mom to get me out of school because it was so bad but yeah. it, it was god it was awful man it so I, I feel for those Kentucky fans that were in just you know elated well, when they got when Malik Monk hit the shot and then all of a sudden devastated but you know it just brings, Holy it cow! It can you can you imagine that roller coaster? That that was the exact opposite roller coaster of North Carolina in the title game last year. Yeah. But um, all right. So what I was gonna say is, not a lot of us can relate to the whole. Uh, well, some people can, but not like Zach can. But not a lot of people can relate to you know your family being connected right. to a professional sports or organization. Uh, so you're obviously extre- extremely emotionally invested because it's part of your parents' livelihood. Right. Now I'm gonna cha- I'm gonna challenge you. What about the teams, this including the teams that your dad's coached? Oh, the Sonics. The Sonics because, leaving so we, Seattle. Sonics leaving Seattle is by far the I was most exciting moment. I was uh, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say, do you think it would be the Sonics leaving Seattle? The Sonics leaving Seattle still affects me to this day. So yeah, if, if if it. What about the uh, Mariners being the best? Mariners, I mean, the Mariners have been disappointing me my entire life, so it's you know, that's pretty normal at this point. So when they were the best team in baseball and they still didn't do anything, you're ready for it? Yeah, one hundred percent ready for it. <laughs> when they won one hundred and twenty, like hundred something games that one year, and they still lost in the yeah it was like 125 was, something. Uh, as a kid i was like yeah my grandpa you know was readily readily prepared me to be a mariners fan and it's been you know pretty easy ever since then so 
But, hey man, winners are lucky, losers are bred. That's that's the I'm gonna get a shirt that says that. I, I'm gonna make shirts. I literally I literally just made that up. Did you really make that up? We're gonna make we're gonna yeah. make shirts about like that. Is that a good slogan? That's a great slogan. Uh, can you do me a favor? Can you do me a favor for this show now that we're wrapping it up? Yeah. Can our outro uh, song be "My House"? If I could afford the royalties to the song, I would, but I can't afford that. If you want to pay the if you want to pay the fee for royalties, feel free. But it's it's a hefty fee. All right. Yep. But in Let spirit, me, hold in, on. in spirit, we're playing. We'll we'll have my house going out. Am I allowed to do this? What are you doing? Give me about eight seconds. <laughs> are you gonna Are you gonna play my house? Because I don't think we can do this. Are we allowed to do this? Is this getting edited? It might be. I don't know yet. Oh, damn it. All right. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll end you with winners. Winner. What did I say? <laughs> How do you forget your own saying? <laughs> I don't know. I made it up. It was, it was kind of good though, right? Winners are lucky, losers are bred. Oh, that's so. That's actually pretty good. It's really good. All right, we should we should patent that for this. That's not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. I'll we get the patent law next we year. Should definitely patent that. And you're the you're the law school guy now. Yep. Anything anything we need. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. A long episode. Of the, long one long one of this but you know it's our mania episode so you gotta know we're bringing our a game all right fry yep. we'll see you next week cheers cheers shot clock turned off